Well, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Securely Single. We are your hosts, Lady Risper and Lady Jeanette. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the conversation. We are absolutely delighted that you have chosen once again to tune in and to continue to be part of our phenomenal, amazing broadcast as we continue to journey in becoming whole, fully healed, restored individuals who are fit for the master's use and who are prepared for the cause of a supernatural marriage and just partnering with God in the work that he's doing. So our episode today is going to be on um, Secure and You. This is all about you and identity. We are going to be talking about our identity and where it is found. And so Jeanette and I have been talking about this. It's something that is so near and dear to my heart. I feel identity is such a big deal. And Jeanette, I really loved the definitions of identity that you were researching and finding. Okay, maybe you can just talk to us a little bit about you, what you were, what was going on with you today and you know kind of this definitions of um identity yeah you know as i was uh praying and spending some time just <clears throat> before whisper and i got on i recognize that this past week has been a challenge for me meaning i have had to take a lot of thoughts captive and i've also had to i had so many things come against me where i realized i have a lot of insecurities about being single and <clears throat> i you know i think i've overcome and i think i'm doing great and then i get flooded with all these thoughts i, I was at church the other day and i was serving and I had no one to sit by. I had, you know, I, I mean, all these things came against me. I was alone for a while, just not knowing who to talk to. And then I'm at the altars and, oh, it was just, I was serving and I felt just so alone, not alone as in alone, alone, but more of, I wish so bad that I had my companion with me. I had someone great to sit by that I knew and he knew me and um, I had to overcome that. And I ended up saying, I'm going to go sit by a lady who's by herself. And so she's an older lady. And I went and sat by her and got to know her. And I just was, it was like a moment by moment overcoming and then driving home. I started crying and I was like, why am I alone? And if I'm ever going to meet anybody. And, oh, I was just so frustrated. And recognizing that why is this all coming against me? Like, what is going on? I thought he was doing fine. And I spent some time looking at definitions. And one of the definitions that I pulled up was on identity, because I knew Whisper and I were going to talk about identity today and security, because as we shared the, the whole topic, the whole conversation that we keep gathering on this podcast or whatever, however you're connecting with us is about being securely single. And so here's a, def a definition from identity. This is from the Webster dictionary. And um, identity is the state of being exactly alike um, and being it's like another word is sameness. And so I love to take something that okay they're, they're, okay so identity means it's it's you're exactly alike something like you think of identical twins <clears throat> they're they look exactly alike well i love to take synonyms of a word so if we take identity and we start to break it down and identity is oneness it's equality agreement conformity um likeness a resemblance, a resemblance, a similarity, and an accordance to. And it dropped right in my spirit as I'm reading the definition of identity in the Webster Dictionary to go to Genesis in the Bible, the beginning of the Bible where, where, where it talks about creation. 
And so I'm in Genesis one and I'm reading and in verse 26 through 28, this is where um, God makes man in his own image. And he says he's made in the very image, or we can use the word likeness of God. So I was like, oh, wow. Whisper. I was like, I could put an identity. We are made in the identity of God. And that rocked me right there. It just was like, what? What? Whole, I mean, it's like we know these things, but do, do many of us go and just look at definitions of words, you know, that we use all the time, but the richness of that, and then to take the word identity and tie it to secure. So really quick, I'll read the definition of secure. And we are saying, uh, you know, um, securely, which is the root word is secure, but to secure is to make certain or safe. Um, and it's basically... Um, to protect against danger or attack. And when you think about secure, again, let's look at some synonyms. This is again from Webster's, you know, Webster, Meredith Webster, Webster's dictionary. Um, secure means to cover, to defend, to fence, to guard, to protect, um, to, uh, to contend, to fight, to war, to persevere, and to save. So if I say, I am securely, my, my, I'm, I'm looking at my identity and securely single. I didn't go into the whole words of single, but let's just talk about identity. So if, if I'm saying that, how in the world does that happen? Like, how do I, if my identity, if I'm, if I am made in the image and likeness of God, that's my identity, but that's a core of where it starts and who I'm a reflection of something that God. How do I stay secure in that? How do I safeguard that? How do I shield it? How do I fight to stay secure in that identity? How do I stay secure in the likeness of who I am created, who I am designed to look and live and be? And so another scripture verse that, you know, I was sharing with Whisper that first and second Corinthians are great places to spend some time uh, in identity and in security and specifically um, those of us who have come to Jesus Christ, we say he is our savior. He is our Lord. We have identified that he died on the cross for our sins. He was raised so that we could have life through him. We're a new creation. And that's in second Corinthians five seventeen, where it talks about in Christ, we're a new creation. And then it goes into, you know, the, we have the mind of Christ and we're a reflection of Christ. And so, um, if I'm in Christ, John 1 12 says, if I'm in Christ, that's where I am secure. And so going back to these definitions of identity, I am the very image and likeness. I'm the identity of Christ, of the, I'm the identity of God, right? So identity, my security only comes in him as well and through Jesus Christ. It rocked my world, Whisper, just rocked my world. Absolutely phenomenal. I love that. I love that. As you were talking, I just think about... Um, like when a little baby is born and people are like, oh, she looks like the mom. Oh, she looks like the dad. Oh, he looks like mom. He looks like dad, right? Because as we all know, children look like their parents. Right. And so since we have come from God, we do look like him. Wow. You know, I think it says in some eight that um, he made us, he man, a little lower than Elohim that he has crowned us with glory and honor, that this is who we are, that this is our identity, is that this is who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so question begs then, okay, so if this is, is who we are in Christ, then what happens? Mm -hmm. What happens that then we are in a position where I'm feeling like I'm feeling um, 
I have low self-esteem. I am feeling um, rejected. I am experiencing feeling out of place. Yeah. Feeling insecure in different kinds of ways, you know. What then, what is it about then, even though we know, whether we know in our heads or in our hearts, that, hey, this is who we are in Christ, then what happens that then we become so um, insecure in who we are? You know, what is it about that happens? And as, um, as I, I don't know, Jeanette, as you were talking back to Genesis, I was just thinking about Adam and Eve and how, as you were talking about oneness, how they were naked and unashamed they are one with God in you know I don't I can't even fathom that state of just being you know at one with him at one with one another right and so um just thinking about when they when when sin came into the world and that raptured that unity that they had with one another and with Christ and with God right and then there was that separation that divide that then happened where now we are separated from him. And I just feel like um, as I was, I don't know, I was going to say once again, in the shower and yeah. talking to God in the shower. Right. And um, I was reflecting on this identity thing and it was, I, I felt it came to me like, yes, we have been given this identity. This is the core of who we are. We are children at our core. However, it's like all this, this, there's all this life and sin and consequences of sin and other people's life, the consequences of other people's actions that we then tend to carry and they cover, they cover who we are. They cover up our identity. And so it's kind of like we are undercover, (laughs) but not in a good way, you know? So we are covered and we're leaving out of a pseudo identity of who we are. So it's almost, and then I was getting this picture of, I was thinking, okay, so God, what covers us? What is this that is covering, what has covered me and what have I experienced? And um, I think the first thing I was, I was when Jeanette and I were talking was some of the things I thought about were, first of all, just that space of um, being aware. We start where we are, wherever you are is where you are. You know, it doesn't matter just wherever you are, just that place of acceptance of, okay, I'm a single person and I hate it. Yeah. It sucks. It really, really sucks to be single right now. You know, and just accepting that, that, hey, I am a single, yes, I am. At this point in my life, I am not yet married. And it has always been my heart's desire to be married and being honest. Rather than for me, you know, going and working a job and hoping that the job is going to give me that, going to fill up that space or whatever it is that we do to try and um, fill up that void. So being honest, I think, is where it starts. Yeah. yeah. And so once we are honest about where we are, then I was, it was like, okay, so what's next? So what are some of the other things that came up? One of them was, um, I just thought about some, we have walls that cover our hearts. Oftentimes when there's been so much pain and hurt in our lives, we become so self-protective, right? So we build walls around our hearts. And unfortunately, the walls that we build around our hearts to try and protect us, also when you know, there's a wall, it protects and also nothing comes out, nothing comes in. So our hearts technically become shriveled and dried up and become bitter and you know just really hardened by, by life. 
the other thing that came up was um so i felt yeah the the heart and hearts and then there's rejection abandonment just whatever pick a thing it could be anything right. so those are some of the things that were that were coming up or that the lord dropped on my spirit today about what are the things that keep us covered from being who we really are mm -hmm. so um what 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 have you experienced Jeanette what how do you experience some of this yeah you know I was just thinking about when you were sharing a lot of this um this past weekend at church um the pastor was referring to a few things and he had a quote where he said if we hold on to a fence we're actually creating a fence in our life <laughs> and i thought wow that's really good where if we're holding on to an offense we're creating an offense and as you're talking about even in our identity and sometimes we it's a it's we don't even realize it might be a blind spot that we're we have in our lives and and i think that even as you're talking i realize you know both whisper and i were sharing god we want you to shed light into the areas in our own lives that we don't don't even realize that you want to still shift perspective or you want to heal or you want to cover like you said we're covering with something else um maybe we don't even realize what it is and so I, I think about like just that picture of a ring. I was sharing with you earlier, a picture of a ring. Like, let's say it's a diamond ring. We're talking about marriage and all of us one day are going to have a diamond ring presented to us as women um, and men. Some men have rings, you know, with diamonds in set. So just this whole thing of a ring. But um, when I think of the diamond and the diamond being um, our identity. So the diamond is you, like you were saying, securing you. So you're who, who we are. Uh, how we live our lives and what's the core of who we are and a diamond is so sparkly and beautiful so there's a lot of a lot of angles of who we are um, but if our identity is set in knowing that we are made in the image and the likeness of our God to reflect him to others okay so there that is but in that our security being the prongs that hold that diamond in place and you know that kind of being where is that rooted in so the security is rooted and it's protected and it's safe in our eternal god in in who he is so like the circle being being that and living that and realizing we put a ring on like even i don't have many rings on right now but when we put a ring on and if we're imagining there's a diamond there like just that picture of knowing that um there is going back to our original first episode there's a positioning of that diamond that's securely rooted in that ring and it's aligned correctly so that way it doesn't fall out or it's not crooked and it's just perfectly set in that ring and when i think about talking about allowing god to uh, to cover areas of our lives that we might have covered in something else maybe it's a lie or it's a it's a wrong thought pattern or it's maybe an experience or something something that we just or, or maybe it's like you were saying work or whatever we're filling in these little gaps in these areas of our life um, that as we journey through through life and as we journey through experiences and we he says hey I want as a gentleman I want to come in and I want to deal with that area that there's a wrong belief system or you've covered with something else um, I think about you remember I was sharing with you about we had a house fire when I was young and um, my mom and I had made a quilt together. So our quilt, we, you know, spent time going to the fabric store and buying all these little pieces of quilt to, you know, quilts are my, my, um, 
uh, bedspread together. And we did some stitching and we, it was a process because you have layers in a quilt and then you have your squares. And so you're putting it all together, but it all matched. It was beautiful. And so when we had our house fire, I, um, that burnt up and it was gone in, in the, um, in, in that house fire as a young person. And I remember, I never thought about it ever again. I mean, it was a special thing that my mom and I spent years putting together. I never thought about it again. Uh, then fast forward um, to just probably about, probably about, I don't know, five or six years ago, um, I had received a quilt when I went off to college from my uh, youth pastor, or my pastor, at, this is back when I was living in Oregon, and the, these quilts were made by prayer warriors in our church who would make quilts, and they would send them out to missionaries and families and the poor and the homeless. Well, as a young person going off to college, we all got to go to the quilt closet, closet and pick out a quilt. So I picked out a quilt and it wasn't like the one that my mom had made, my mom and I had made together. It wasn't really matchy. It didn't really make sense. The squares, but, but it was the prettiest one. And so I pulled that one because <laughs> of the colors. Well, I used that quilt from Bible school on to as an adulthood. And uh, one day I was dealing with some things in my life and the Lord brought to my remembrance, the quilts that my mom and I had made when I was younger. And at in eighth grade, I lost that quilt because of a house fire. Well, um, at that time he, I still had the quilt from Bible school days. And so you're talking like a good 20 years. <laughs> I still had this raggedy quilt that I always used. It wasn't on top of my covers because I had a duvet, but it was just something that was part of security and a covering. So I would cover and I felt the Lord say that, um, I want to be your covering. Like there's something I want to uncover. And he showed me that my security, um, I, unbeknownst to me, I never dealt with the loss of that quilt from when I was younger. And he wanted to deal with the lost memory, the pain and something that was special to me. And he said, I want to cover you. I don't want to have a replacement quilt cover you. I want to be the one that covers you. Will you trust me and not use a substitute? I had a, just a kind of substitute covering. Um, and I never realized that I hadn't grieved. I know this is a long story. It's just something that I didn't even realize as a young person, I hadn't grieved the loss of that quilt, which symbolized a special relationship with my mom and something that we, we handed together. And I had unbeknownst to me, replaced it with another quilt that was from a pastor. Um, but it's like, I didn't allow God into this area of really for me, it probably was, um, just healing in an area of my life. I didn't even really realize that needed to have healing. And then to understand the beautifulness of what a quilt is, our lives sometimes don't make sense. Like these quilt pieces are all over the place and the colors sometimes don't match, but the stitching for each quilt piece holds it together. And he sees a beautiful masterpiece. And so that was some things he was doing in my life at that time. But when I think of uncovering and then recovering, I'm so glad that he showed me that, that I didn't even realize I needed to grieve. And I literally was crying as an adult over a quilt that I lost back when I was in eighth grade, but because I didn't realize it was such a, a hurt that I had as a young person, but I never had grieved it and was filling it with something else. So I, that's kind of a long story to this, but when I think about the journey that myself has been on, that's all going back to my identity. And where's my identity? Am I, am I allowing somebody else to cover an area of my life or am I allowing him to cover and laying down my control or what I think should happen or my understanding and saying, I trust you. Like Proverbs three says, I'm going to trust you with all my heart and lean it out of my own understanding, but in all my ways, acknowledge you and 
and you will direct my path. Wow. Amazing. 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 My heart's a glow as you're sharing, Jeanette. Um, Because I feel like there's a lot of people who are going through this process of just grieving and just not understanding why is there a disconnect between what I desire and what's the reality of my life. You know, there was, I was listening, I was in a training today and they were talking about how, um, you know, there's that, that lady that lost a gold coin and she went and looked everywhere, upside down, inside out, her whole house, right? And so it was a gold coin, treasured, you know, gold is extremely valuable. And so we all have a gold coin that we are, uh, there's, there's like one thing that each and every one of us is like, God, can you just touch this one area of my life? And if you're single, probably that is what, if, I mean, for me, I know it's like, Lord Jesus, I would desire to heal this area of my life in bringing me my husband, you know? So that is definitely, you know, my, one of my gold coins. It could be it could be financially, it could be your health, it could be your family, it doesn't, whatever it is, there's always, it's typically there's one thing that we are desiring. And as you were talking about the uncovering and covering Jeanette, I went back to Genesis where um, Adam and Eve made for themselves some fig leaves to cover themselves. Yeah. And then God's like, that won't work. So he um, ended up um, killing the lamb in order to cover them. And so I feel like there is an invitation for those who are listening today to allow God to really pay the price through the sacrifice of his son so that we can, we can, we can discard of any fig leaves that we are covering ourselves with and uh, we can accept what he has given us. And it was on my heart to read um, Isaiah 61. Mm. It says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So we just pray that wherever you are, that you would accept what, um, what, what our Savior and Lord has already paid for us. He has come and he clothes us with himself. He beautifies us with himself. And so just invite you to um, surrender and allow him to come and solidify within your heart that you really are his and that because you are his shepherd, he is your shepherd, you lack nothing. You just receive your identity in him by faith, wherever it's been broken, wherever it's been confused or robbed or stolen whatever it is that you're feeling inadequate about just trust that um he's faithful yeah that's right and just we want to reinforce to identity you are made in the image of god we we are all made as human beings male and female in the image of god in his likeness um and 
we grow in likeness and we grow in mirroring him. It says that we, you know, we, we actually mirror him. We're like a mirror of Christ, of the image of God to this world and to each other. And as we do that, we, 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 we stay secure in aligning ourselves with the word of God, with the truth of God's word. And we shared this before, but God says that his word is living and active. It is alive. And the word of God brings freedom and, fr and tr the truth of the word of God brings freedom and sets us free. And so um, I agree with whisper. Like we, we believe that even in this conversation about identity and about you, like this is about you as a human being, as a woman and as a man of God. Um, and if you do have you never met Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, and you're listening and you stumbled upon this and you are like, wow, how do I, how do I even have a relationship with God? Um, in John three 16, this is the basic, this is just a, 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 this is from the Bible. It says for God, so loved the world that he gave his only son, um, you know, for God's love, the world that he gave his only begotten son. Um, and this where, where he, he gave his son, Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for our sins so that we can come to know him and he loves you. And the only thing that you have to do is say, I believe in you. Like th this is, this is a receiving of who he is. And I, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe that I have life in him and I want to be in Christ and you receive him into your life. And we, we want to pray over you that you receive the power of the Holy spirit that, you know, we just know that as you turn your life to the Lord and you say, I want to believe in you. I want to live for you. I'm dedicating my life to you. Um, the, the Bible says that you are now a new creation. You are now remade in Christ and that your life is a ref pure reflection of him, right? So there, everything is old. All the things from the past are old. Behold, today is a new day. And so we celebrate. If you come to Christ, we want to connect with you. Or even if you say, oh my goodness, I just want a community of people to talk to, or I just want to have someone I can email with or whatever it might be. We are here for you. And we want you to know that um, our website, uh, it's securelysingle.com is a place that we have really created to connect and um, there's a place you could say join the conversation or you can say i'd like to connect and um, please submit your information and we want to get you any resources that you need if you're a new believer we want to encourage you to get in involved in a bible believing church and a place to grow and have community um, but also um, to spend time in the word of god and those of us who have been walking with the lord um, and we're growing in our identity. Each one of us are, we're continually grow in reflection, being a reflection of him and living securely in this life. Um, please, we want you to know that we're here for you. We just as whisper and I are talking, the only way that we can continue to grow in our relationship with God in our security and who we are in Jesus Christ is in relationship. And like was said earlier, when we first started this podcast, um, whisper said, you know, God had the idea of family and family's relationship. And so we're a family together and growing together and doing this together, doing life together and learning how to live securely single together. All right, thank you, Lady Jeanette. So we are going to wrap up our conversation for today. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We pray that um, what we share today has encouraged you to continue to be open and aware and inviting to Holy Spirit as to what he wants to do in your life. We believe that you have not stumbled upon this by accident. We believe that um, there is purpose in you finding us and that um, there is definitely an answer for something that you've been asking God about here. We pray that you've been ministered to 
And like Jeanette said, we would love, love, love to connect with you. So be sure to connect with us and we'll see you on the next episode of Securely Single. Thank you.